This radio show is a paid placement. It's time for Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Your retirement coaches at Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Alan and Troy's team helps with the X's and O's of your financial plan, helping to make sure you have the winning playbook before the clock runs out on your working years. So let's drop the puck, break the huddle, and tip things off. This is Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement 360. I have Troy Bolton from Mercurial Wealth Advisors in to talk with you about money. And he's a financial advisor over there. So we're going to go over some of the headlines that are affecting your money these days, including uh, some proposals in the president's proposed budget that would have an effect on some of your retirement accounts. But before we get into all the, the business and the news stuff, how you doing, Troy? How, how are things going lately? <laughs> things are going well. Things good here at the office. We've really... Well, we're in the middle of Kentucky spring, so if you're from around here, you really know what that means. They always say April showers bring May flowers, but really looking forward to those flowers at some point. Um, What we've been doing, I don't know if we've talked about it on the radio before, but I know James, you and I talked about it. Um, My wife and I bought a house back in August of last year. So our goal with this house was really to have a place where the kids could play. I got two kids now, two boys, and actually another one on the way. So we needed this outdoor space for kids, for our children. So we started this project a few weeks back to really redo our backyard. We bought this house. Backyard was nice size, but just very not well maintained. So we had them do a lot of work, had the guys come out about a month ago and really start changing everything, start leveling out the ground and laying new sod. So they got about halfway done with this sod in the backyard. And then the rain starts. So we've been about two and a half weeks of rain pretty much every other day. So half my yard looks great. The other half looks like a muddy mess right now. And what that really does and why I even bring that up is because when we start out with a plan and we have this vision in mind, kind of like retirement planning, where we have this vision, we have this goal that we want to obtain, but then certain things change and certain volatility hits, interest rates, increase, inflation, everything that's going on right now, I can kind of relate that back to the rain that I'm having to deal with with trying to get this backyard finished. There's a lot that needs to be done. And the stress that that creates at this moment is annoying us to death because we look outside and see all this mud. But we know that long term, because we set up this plan, met with the designers and built everything out the way we did, that our yard's going to be great. And over the next 10, 15, 20 years, our kids are going to have a great place to play and grow up at. So that's why I bring it back to the retirement planning aspect of it, because we need to make sure that when we build our retirement plan, that it is able to adjust with change. Nothing is a set it and forget it type thing. You remember those old commercials, Ron Popeil, where throw the chicken in the oven and you just set it and forget it, right? It's not like that. Your retirement needs to be able to adjust and change with you. It needs to be able to evolve. So half of your backyard is a uh, beautiful putting green and the other half is a muddy mess. That's exactly what yeah. it is. See, I, I, I feel the metaphor uh, because since we had that big crash at the, the beginning of 2020, I got kind of used to my IRA when I would go check on it. Oh, look, it's growing. Oh, look, it's still growing. Oh, look, it's still growing. And then it hasn't really grown at all this year. I'm kind of flat for the year. Yeah, so I'm I'm caught with a little, little bit of a rainstorm here, but I guess I got to look forward to brighter days. The market will turn up eventually, and I don't need to freak out and panic sell. And yeah, you're a hundred percent right, and that's what the last ten to fifteen, well, ten to twelve years have really done to us. Is it spoiled us? We really haven't had a ton of market volatility until COVID hit. Mm-hmm. We didn't even know what it looked like for our accounts to go down. We've been spoiled with good returns, good markets, good economy. And then COVID hits and kind of slaps us in the face with reality. And it's like, oh man, it can go down. It is possible to lose money. So making sure that you do have a plan, you know exactly where your income's coming from. It's going to cover exactly what you need it to. That way, all this market volatility, if your plan is built right, this market volatility should not affect you at all. All right. And before we get into the headlines, uh, you guys have some dinner events coming up. 
I guess we can't really mention the April ones because they're all full. So the next ones that still have openings, May 8th and 25th, are those the right dates? May 18th and 25th. May 18th and 25th, yeah. Yeah, these are our dinner events up at Ruth Chris. It's right down the road from our office. Um, these are really focused on people getting close to retirement and already retired. Well, we say if you're in that retirement red zone where you're five to 10 years out from retirement and you've been a diligent saver and you really want to start planning for retirement or just looking for some information, some knowledge, come sit down with us, enjoy a good dinner and listen to us speak about our process. We'll walk you through how this volatility, how the inflation can affect your portfolio and some ideas of ways to protect that and make sure that you have a solid plan going into retirement. And probably some good tips on how to get the sod right in your backyard. I hired guys for that. No. <laughs> All right. Now, now let's get into the headlines here because this is uh, being called the Secure Act 2.0. And uh, if you don't recall the details, not you, Troy, but the guy listening, don't recall the details of the original Secure Act. That's what bumped up your required minimum distribution age to 72. It got rid of the stretch IRA for when you inherit it. A, a couple other tweaks there. So what we're looking at is some more possible tweaks to the rules surrounding our 401ks and IRAs and other qualified plans. So, Troy, tell me the what, what 2.0 is trying to accomplish here. The three main things it looks like it's trying to accomplish when I go through it is really it's kind of focused around retirement and trying to benefit the retiree as much as possible. One of the rules that they're talking about is mandating employers with 11 or more employees to automatically enroll eligible employees into a 401k plan, which can be a good thing because it forces you to start saving for retirement. A lot of people say they can't afford it and they don't want to right now. They'll do it later because they have a lot of bills right now. But honestly, when you start investing into a 401k, the, the only time you miss the money is usually that first paycheck. After that, that money keeps going in. You don't even notice it being gone from your portfolio. So that it's not necessarily a bad thing that's changing with this. It actually can help retirees. Um, they're also looking at expanding the catch-up contributions for ages 62 to 64. So right now, if you are under age 50, you can contribute up to $6,000. So if you're over 50, you can actually do the catch-up, which is an additional $1,000 on top of that. So if you're over 50, you can actually do $7,000. But what they're talking about now is from ages 62 to 64, you can contribute up to $10,000 per year into their retirement accounts, which does help out tremendously. But the time frame they're only talking about is 62. Years? That's, yeah, that's yeah. 62, 63, 64. That's a pretty narrow window. But Yeah, so they're putting, it, putting that little carrot out there to make it look really good. But it does help out a little bit. All right, what's the third one? So they're looking at increasing the required minimum distribution age. The first SECURE Act changed it from 70 and a half up to 72. So that's where we're currently at. But over the next 10 years, they're looking at increasing that up to age 75. So that gives us more time to do tax planning, try to get as much of our pre-tax money to tax-free accounts with Roth conversions. So one thing that the SECURE Act number one did, it eliminated basically the stretch IRA. So if I inherited my mom's 401k, that's all pre-tax, I could take that money and take distributions over my lifetime. The first secure act actually eliminated that rule. And now I have to completely deplete that portfolio within 10 years. So I'm more than likely my mom passes away. If she lives to 80, I'm going to be in my prime earning years, right in my fifties. If I have to deplete that account, I'm going to pay maximum tax on that money. So I'll be thankful that I get money. My mom leave me money like she wanted to, but she doesn't want the majority of that money to go to Uncle Sam. So that's some of the changes that we're looking at. A little more flexibility always sounds good. Which one do you think is going to have the biggest impact out of those three bullet points there? The RMD increase. Um, I think without doubt that gives us more opportunity for tax planning and trying to get as much of this portfolio or much of my client's savings to tax-free as possible because it helps out a couple of things right now. It helps out if you get to require minimum distribution age, whatever you have in Roth accounts with current tax law, you don't have to take a distribution on. So you're not required to take that money out. Also, when my children inherit that Roth account, yes, it has to be depleted over a 10-year period, 
but there's no taxes on it. It's still tax-free money to them. So I get to benefit from lower taxes now because I think we're all in the mindset and in grants that with our debt as a country, taxes have nowhere to go but up. So let's take advantage of current tax laws, convert as much as possible, but we do have to have a plan behind that. So it's not something you can just walk in and say, hey, I want to convert all my money. You have to have a strategy behind it. And that's part of our planning process is to walk you through that, build out a strategy. It's going to show you exactly how to do it, how much you should do. That way we can keep you within the same tax bracket, not increase any of your future tax. If you make a mistake with your required minimum distributions for your IRA or other retirement accounts, the penalty of not taking the full amount of your RMD is 50% of the amount that you should have taken in addition to income taxes on the distribution. So also you need to understand the timing of your RMD because it could potentially push you into a higher income tax bracket, trigger higher taxes on social security benefit, cause higher Medicare premiums. Imagine how fast your savings would shrink if you rack up all these steep penalties, plus have to pay extra taxes on everything. So give us a call before five o'clock today. We'll give you our retirement 360 scorecard that will build out a plan to show you how to minimize all this as much as possible. All right. The phone number is 502-273-1188. The website is Louisville's retirement coach.com. And if you call John's going to answer. You're not going to get a computer. You're not going to get a voicemail. You're going to get John if you call by 5 o'clock, 502-273-1188, or the website is louisvillesretirementcoach.com. That's Troy Bolton with Mercurio Wealth Advisors, and you're listening to Retirement 360. When you crash your car, you get it fixed. When your computer crashes, you get a new one. But what will you do if you're saving for your 401k and the market crashes? Hey, it's Tony Vanetti for Mercurio Wealth Advisors. If you're in your 30s or 40s, you'll be just fine. But if you're in or near retirement, you could be in trouble. Lowell's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton at Mercurio Wealth Advisors are here to help. They'll create a retirement 360-degree game plan to see if you're taking too much risk. Don't let the market control you and your retirement dreams. Call 502-383-5800 today to schedule your visit with Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. That's 383-5800. Crashes happen. Are you ready? Mercurial Wealth Advisors. 383-5800. Investment advisory services offered through Mercurial Wealth Advisors, LLC. A registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through Mercurial Insurance Services. Call now to schedule a visit and get started on your Retirement 360 game plan. 502-273-1188. That's 502-273-1188. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement 360. I've got Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors in studio with us. And we're, we're going to do a little metaphor here. and We're going to compare financial planning to traveling. And traveling's a pain. Like once you get there, it's great. You know, the beaches, the parties, whatever. But uh, if you're going to be traveling, you might need a passport. You got to have all your identification. You got to have your tickets. You got to keep up with your luggage. Uh, I got to keep up with four kids. You know, there's a wife involved. So mm. there's a lot of things you can forget. And to the to say the least, it's a pretty stressful experience. But let's compare that to retirement planning because there's a lot of stuff you got to keep up with there. So give us an overview of how these two facets of life overlap. Well, I love this comparison because I've always said that most people spend more time planning their next vacation than they do planning the next 20 or 30 years of their life because it's there in front of them. They want to make sure that they make, you know, they have usually a week, maybe two weeks to plan for. So you got to fit everything in. My wife is totally nerds out on, on vacations because I remember the first time we went out to Vegas, she actually created a three ring binder that we carried with us. And it was probably, I don't know, maybe an inch thick of pages that restaurants that we wanted to see and shows we wanted to see and places we wanted to go and all that stuff. And so she definitely vacations with bigger. So, you know, I thought that was a little harsh when you said nerds out, but I take it back. (laughs) No, no. She she had a three ring binder. She definitely gets into it. Now over the years, that's kind of changed some because she doesn't, I mean, if we're taking a cruise or something that's like that, then yeah, she still wants to make sure we have the right, we do the right excursion. She reads all the reviews and she does all of her research to make sure. And the really cool thing about it for me is that 
all I got to do is show up and bring the credit card. I don't really have to do anything because if I, you know, she'll ask me my opinion of if you want to do this or this, and I'll tell her I want to do this. And she'll say, well, we don't want to do that. We want to go back to this other thing. <laughs> my opinion doesn't matter anyway. But, I, you know, people ask when the, when's the best time to start planning for your retirement. And I always answer that with when's the best time to plant a tree. And the answer has always been, well, best time to plant trees 20 years ago, right? Uh, or now. So you want to make sure that if you haven't started planning for retirement, even if you're 20 years out from retirement, now's a good time to start because now's the time that you're going to start accumulating those assets in your 401ks, your IRAs, your 403bs, whatever those uh, investments are that you have at work, you're going to start putting that money aside. If you're on the tail end of that, say you're only a couple of years from retirement, hopefully you've been doing that all these years. And if you haven't got a plan now, Again, this is the best time to do it. You want to sit down and start to analyze where you are, uh, what you've actually accumulated. So I got five key things here that I wanted to mention here. The first thing that I always tell people to start looking at when they get ready to retire is what do you want to do with the extra time that you're going to have? Uh, because the average person works about 2,040 hours a year. So you're going to work every day. You kind of get in that rut that you're going in at a certain time. You're getting off at a certain time. Um, sometimes you have to work later or over you work weekends or whatnot, but you're typically working about 2000 hours a year. So that's time that you're going to have to fill with something. Now, remember a fellow that retired that I helped retire, I don't know, it was probably seven years ago now. Uh, he worked for the state of Kentucky and he told me when he retired, all he wanted to do was go fishing and play golf. Every day was either going to be fishing or playing golf about six months into retirement. Um, I had a, a meeting with him and he had went back to work and I said, so what, what's the reason that you went back to work? And, uh, he said, you know, you're going to only fish and you're going to only play golf so much before you get bored with it. I don't know. So I'd test like, that theory. <laughs> right. I'd like to test that too. But uh, I think that's true is you just have to make sure that you have something that's going to fill up that time. Number two on my list is inventory your holdings, your investments, your property, understand what your real net worth is, what you actually own. So if you had to cash everything out, what's the bottom line that you're going to end up with? Understand what that you know income looks like or those resources look like. And then do a study or do a deep dive into what it truly costs you to live your life every month. Some people come in and you know when we talk, that's one of the questions that we'll ask. And of course, we get the off the cuff answer, but then we always try to dig deeper into that. But, um, you know, usually folks will say, well, it costs me $2,000 a month to, to live or $5,000 a month to live or whatever the number is. But normally that off the cuff answer is usually about half of what it truly is, because then you got to go back in and calculate all the insurance costs that you pay throughout the year that you might not remember, or the taxes that you pay throughout the year that you might not remember and all that stuff. So you add all that stuff back in, but understand what it really costs you to, to live on a monthly basis. And then number four is, do you have a plan already? Is it updated? And are you and your spouse on the same page? Because I think this is a key part that a lot of people miss as well. You come in with an idea of what you want to do, but you really haven't talked to your spouse or your partner about this. How do you, how do you, how do you make sure that we're going to be able to do this together? And if something happens to one of us, what's going to happen uh, to the survivor and how's that going to, how's that going to change? And then if, if, uh, you do have a plan, bring it all up to date, get your partner involved and bring your advisor up to date and get all that, all of it together. So getting ready for that retirement is a key part of, uh, of planning, just making sure that you're getting everything on, on the same page. Well, what's the biggest thing as far as what the you handle for a couple that comes in, you know, in that transition from work into retirement? What's what's the first thing you got to focus on? It's always income. I mean, uh, it's always about how much income can you bring into your household on a monthly basis? Because remember, you're getting ready to give up your source of income. If you're retiring after working 30 years at one one job or, or if you own a business and you're getting ready to sell that business, that business has created a certain amount of income and freedom for you every year. How do you create that income without that business or without that job? And so we want to focus on building that income first, or at least finding out where it's at. And of course, most of us are going to have social security or railroad retirement or something that's, you know, some kind of a, 
a guarantee from the government. But on the other side of that, most of us now don't have a pension. You know, years ago, everybody had a pension to create income and, and a lot of us now don't have those pensions. So what we're doing a lot of times is we're taking a small portion of your assets. Maybe if you got a you know, million dollars, maybe you're taking 25% or 40% of it or something like that and putting it into a series of annuities or something of that nature that's going to guarantee a certain amount of income every month because you got to have that income. I think that's the first thing. And then I guess the following that would be just really understanding what other resources you have. Uh, a lot of folks invest in real estate. Real estate's a great investment um, to as far or can be a great investment, I should say, to create income. Uh, we've got a little rental property and I was just figuring it the other day because uh, we've thought about selling it. It's a couple uh, office condos and we thought about selling it, but we're getting probably a 10% rate of return just on the income out of it every year. So it's hard to replace that or to sell that when you know that out there, you're, you know, you're not getting that 10%. Now I can't say that the income is guaranteed from our rental property, but it's pretty certain, you know, every once in a while, every three to five years, depending on what kind of lease I write, they, you know, you may lose a tenant for a while then you have to go in and fix it up. So you might have six months or eight months that it sets empty that you're rehabbing it and everything and putting money back into it. But it's a pretty good money generator as far as just income and, and it's diversified from the market. So I think those are the key things is making sure that you focus on income and having, uh, you know, understanding what your resources are, are out there and what they're designed to do. Yeah, well, what are some of those resources? Like, like if I'm not ready to come in for a financial advisor, but I just want to read up and kind of have a checklist? Mm -hmm. Well, there was a, a good book uh, written by Tony Robbins about four or five years ago now, I guess. It's called Money Master the Game. And this is one that I, I've used to give it away. I, had, I think we gave away, I don't know, a couple hundred of those books on the radio show for a while. But it's a, a really good resource because Tony goes through, and he's not a financial advisor, but he, he met with financial advisors and they wrote this book. I think it's like a six or 700 page book. And they really do talk about what you need to look at in your planning and, and really understand what, how your advisor makes money and, and, you know, what kind of an advisor to work with a fiduciary, somebody that's working in your best interest and, and uh, how to understand what kind of fees you're paying and all that stuff. Uh, so you just really have to educate yourself. The final chapter in Tony's book was uh, he asked some questions about, I think these are key questions to help you understand what you're going to do with retirement is, uh, you know, what are you passionate about? What gets you excited? What kind of legacy lights you up? And then how do you go about creating that? And I think those are things that all of us need to really kind of think about uh, as we get closer to retirement, how do we take this time that, that we have? Because time is, a, is more precious than money. How do we have to take this time that we have left and turn it into something that we've always been passionate about? And whether it's helping other people or creating something or maybe starting a business of your own or whatever you want to do it, with that extra time, how do you, how you go about creating that? You know, I read uh, his other book. I read Unshakable a few years ago and it was it was very much focused uh on investing but it it was focusing more on the stock side uh th does he talk about some of the other things you do the like the estate planning and tax planning stuff like that in this other book yeah and money master of the game i think that was the first one and i think unshakable was the second one in the in that series so uh but the first one money master of the game is really more of a kind of a step-by-step -step, what do we do next type of thing so it is a uh um, more of a checklist type of process of what you need to go through and what you need to know about uh, creating your own retirement plan. So, I, But I do encourage everybody to meet with an advisor that's been doing this for a while because it there's so many things that you can miss. Even by educating yourself and being a do-it-yourself or whatnot, I've always said it's kind of the small hinges that swing the big doors. If you miss one of those small things, it could be something really big that you're missing that could cause you either extra taxes or some, you know, some delay in retirement or whatever. So you want to make sure you don't miss those things. All right. We're talking with Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors. If you got a question for the show or you want to contact him at the office, 502-273-1188. The website is louisvillesretirementcoach.com, louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Stick around. We'll be right back. 
with more Retirement 360. Quick, who's your favorite sports team? Okay, now imagine they're playing in the most important game of the year. The season's on the line type of game. Now you realize they don't have a game plan. They're just going to wing it. How do you think that's going to go? Probably not very well. Are you doing the same thing when it comes to retirement? Are you hoping things will go well? Well, hey, this is Tony Finetti for Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Set yourself up for success by getting a retirement 360-degree game plan from Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. They'll help you think through your taxes, income, estate planning, and much, much more. When you're done, you'll have a customized retirement 360-degree game plan that you can be confident in. Schedule your visit now with Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Mercurio Wealth Advisors, 502-383-5800. 502-383-5800. Investment advisory services offered through Mercurio Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through Mercurio Insurance Services. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement 360. I have Alan Mercurio with us from Mercurio Wealth Advisors. If you've got a question for the show or you want to contact him at the office, 502-273-1188. The website is louisvillesretirementcoach.com. So let's talk about sources of income in retirement. We were kind of comparing it to traveling here. So I guess this would be like your different uh, options here. It's car, train, plane, boat, right? (laughs) Different ways you can get from point A to point B. So yeah. let's talk about filling that out in the in the financial world. What do retirees, where do they get their money? Yeah, I mean, so we spend a lot of time talking about creating income or identifying income sources of uh, in retirement, what's going to be there to replace your paycheck, right? So the first thing that everybody usually thinks of is, well, I'm going to have Social Security and my spouse is going to have Social Security or we're going to have, you know, hopefully two sources of Social Security coming into the household. That's the number one thing. And it, and I get the question all the time, number of questions around Social Security is when do I start it? Do I need to take it at 62 because they're going to run out of money? And, you know, when are they going to run out of money and all this stuff? I truly believe Social Security is going to maintain or be around for a long time in some form or fashion. Now, it may be that if you've been a great saver, there may be some means testing eventually over it. But if you think about Social Security and the way it's built, uh, about 80% of the payments from Social Security come from payroll taxes. So as long as there are businesses around paying payroll taxes and things, there should be Social Security coming in. So Social Security is number one. If you're a lucky, uh, lucky enough to have a pension plan, then pensions would be your number two source, uh, maybe even your number one source. But a pension is typically something that if you've worked for a large company, usually it's just the large companies now that are providing them, and you've had a number of years of success with them, then when you retire, they've accumulated a certain amount of money that they will pay out to you over your lifetime. And usually that's done in a form of an annuity that they've created for you that's paying to you uh, for your life. And then if something happens to you, one of the options that you have when you set that up is, um, you know, you can provide either half of that to your spouse or a hundred percent of it to your spouse or zero to your spouse, depending on how much money you need on a monthly basis and what makes sense to you. So those are two guaranteed sources. Uh, the other source that we see quite often when folks are coming in to review their plans is that, uh, over the last 10, 15 years, a lot of folks have put money into these annuities. These annuities are a product written through insurance companies and advisors make a commission when they sell the annuity. So a lot of times uh, somebody will come in here and they'll already have one or two or three annuities in their portfolio. So what we do is we really dive in to see what kind of benefits they offer. We have to understand what that annuity is because there's all kinds of different features and benefits out there these annuity companies can or these insurance companies can offer through their annuities and we want to make sure that that it's a you know a good plan and how to implement it we want to understand how to implement it we rarely say you know get rid of that annuity and do another annuity or something like that because we want to make sure that you have we're not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater if you've got one that's that's working and it's good we want to implement it and use it but if it's you know got some higher cost or something like that we may end up you know, talking about exchanging it or whatever. But um, so those are the three guaranteed sources we usually look at. Then you kind of step into the non-guaranteed sources, 
which are going to be your IRAs, which are individual retirement accounts, or 401ks or 403bs. You do non-IRAs, like if you've just got a brokerage account that you've saved money in over your lifetime, how do you take that money out? Uh, you might have some rental real estate. I talked a little bit about that before, uh, some of the real, rental real estate that we have. And then uh, if you don't have rental real estate, a lot of times we'll see people have put money into what's called real estate investment trust or REITs. And sometimes they're a good source of income, not guaranteed, but it's a good source of income. So those are the key things that I can come up with off the top of my head, but those are what you're going to look for to create income on a monthly basis. I've been under the impression REITs are too risky for my risk level. I'm kind of a more conservative guy. Well, REITs are a, a different animal to me. I, I've used some REITs in planning in the past. They haven't turned out to be as good as they were advertised. So I kind of stay away from them myself. I mean, there's some good ones that have been out there over the years, but there's also some bad ones that you put money into and then you know, maybe the money's in there for 10 or 15 or 20 years. And then you, at, at the end, you're, you were kind of promised that you're going to get your money back or your deposit back that you put into it. And I rarely see that being the case. Most of the time you don't get back what you initially invested. Now you'll get income over that period of time. So that's always good too. You just have to understand what it is going in. They do have risk to them because you're Essentially, if it's a real estate investment trust, I always said that you're kind of buying the doorknobs on a building somewhere. So it's not really liquid. So you can't go in there and take all the doorknobs off just because you need your money back. Uh, so you make sure that you're doing this with money that you can afford to let set there for a number of years in most cases. That doorknob's a good metaphor. Back to comparing financial planning to traveling. You were talking about when you go on vacations, planning all these excursions. Now, when you're in retirement, you want to do excursions. You want to have a little extra money to do extra things. How do you make sure you don't just have your basics covered? You have a little bit to spend for fun. And how do you not overdo that? How do you know how much is the right amount? Well, it all, it all comes back to the planning that we put together. Everybody's going to be different as to what they spend or what they wanted to spend in retirement. I think that most folks realize nowadays that when they come in that, they're not going to be spending 80% or 70% of the, what they were when they were working there. You know, that's probably what we see is on a, you know, the first three to five years after retirement, usually folks are spending 120 to 130% more than, than they were when they were working. So, so you do have to make sure that you're planning for that, uh, that you, you have a slush fund that you know that, you know, I, Hey, I'm going to spend this on vacations or, or, uh, you know, putting money into that, you know, the old vacation fund or the old Christmas fund that we used to use to save money for that. Still a viable idea. You just kind of segment some of the money out and say, hey, this is what I'm using for my discretionary spending. Uh, I have to have this bucket over here that's going to meet my everyday needs and expenses and bills and everything. But I'm, I'm putting money over on this in this other bucket, so to speak, that I can uh, use uh, to to do my travels and things like that. It's, it's really just making sure that you build that plan to start with, with that intention. But then every year when you review that with your advisor, going back over that and saying, Hey, you know, my slush fund here is, you know, down 20% because we took that trip last year. And how do I build it back up? Well, you just add some more money into it. You start, you know, shifting money into it from, from your, you know, maybe your core holding or shifting money from something that you're, you've grown to that slush fund that you can take out when you need to. The slush fund sounds so promising. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's uh, talk about making sure we have money for the slush fund. How do you set this up to where you get like monthly checks coming in like you did when you were working? Well, going back to those guaranteed sources of income that, that uh, Social Security, a pension, if you're lucky enough to have one, maybe some of those annuities, if you have those built in your portfolio, or if you don't have them in there already, then that's where you, you're going to meet with an advisor and they're going to say, hey, let's start to create this plan. How do you make sure that that income is going to last? And that's the number one thing that we find that people don't do in retirement is they, they want to hang on to the liquidity of their investments. And that's great. I think you have to have a certain amount of liquidity, but there are investments out there that you can say, I'm going to segment this part off. Maybe it's 20%, maybe it's 40%, whatever the number has to be to create a protected account value or protected money that's never going to go away from stock market loss anyway. You might spend it away or what have you, but you want to create a protected account value 
But then you also have some uh, money that's going to be designated for growth so that as the markets have success, you're growing those assets so you can carve a little bit off to put back in that vacation fund that you, you've created. Uh, but then you also have kind of this middle section that is really on a day-to-day basis. Maybe it's creating some extra income through dividends and uh, yields from bonds and things of that nature to create that overall plan. It's why we offer the free evaluation of your plan. It answers all the questions that you have and maybe the questions that you haven't even thought of yet. What if you knew with a high degree of certainty that you had enough money to retire right now? Wouldn't that just leave you one question of, do I really want to? You know, for the last 35 years, that's what we've been helping people do to determine what options they have right before they decide to retire or maybe a few years before they decide to retire. What I'd like to ask you to do is just pick up the phone and give us a call. We'll walk you through a proprietary process that's going to answer things like, does my current plan have uh, chances of success? What is my current income plan or do I have a current income plan? Uh, Is my investment strategy correct for me? Am I paying too much in fees to my current advisor? Do I have a tax plan? And what my estate plan is? Those are the five things that we're going to really address in a plan and put together for you. And all it takes is a phone call. So you give us a call. We'll run through a process with you. It doesn't cost you anything but a little bit of time. And that's what I'd suggest you do. All right. The phone number is 502-273-1188. The website is louisvillesretirementcoach.com. We're comparing financial planning to traveling. What would be the financial planning equivalent of turbulence, Alan? Well, turbulence is going to be when the market starts to uh, you know, take back some of it. You know, we've we've seen times uh, recently where the market has pulled back. Back when COVID first came through, and and was it was still unknown as to what we could do with it and everything, and how we were going to attack it. You know, the market dropped off thirty eight percent before it started to recover. Now it recovered really fast, so I would think that's going to be turbulence, taxes and tax changes. That's turbulence. That's things that you don't really know about that you don't really have a plan for. But that's where we our planning comes in because we address those things. We address the investment strategy, the risk that you're taking. We address the taxes that you're paying now and how to maybe reduce those. And we look at current tax laws. Estate planning, there's, a, a, there's turbulence there. If you lose a spouse, you become disabled, income stops, all those things are all turbulence too. So we have to pull all that together. That's why we've developed this strategy, this proprietary process to kind of address those key areas that like you said, could be considered turbulence in your travel plans. All right, that's Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors, the website, Louisville's Retirement Coach, the phone number 502-273-1188. We'll be right back with more Retirement 360. Quick, who's your favorite sports team? Okay, now imagine they're playing in the most important game of the year, the season's on the line type of game. Now you realize they don't have a game plan. They're just going to wing it. How do you think that's going to go? Probably not very well. Are you doing the same thing when it comes to retirement? Are you hoping things will go well? Well, hey, this is Tony Finetti for Mercurial Wealth Advisors. Set yourself up for success by getting a retirement 360-degree game plan from Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. They'll help you think through your taxes, income, estate planning, and much, much more. When you're done, you'll have a customized retirement 360-degree game plan that you can be confident in. Schedule your visit now with Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Mercurio Wealth Advisors, 502-383-5800. 502-383-5800. Investment advisory services offered through Mercurio Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through Mercurio Insurance Services. Do you know how inflation could affect your retirement savings? The Retirement 360 Roadmap could provide some answers. Call for a complimentary visit now. 502-273-1188. That's 502-273-1188. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement 360. We have Alan Mercurio with us. He's a financial advisor at Mercurio Wealth Advisors. And he gets questions, whether it's through the show, through email, through questions from people coming in the office. We keep some of these questions, type them out, print them out, and every once in a while on the radio show, we like to go over some of these questions. So we call it our mailbag segment. Let's dive into Works up the advisor, right? Yeah, let's try that one. Uh, so the Retirement 360 mailbag, the first one off the stack. You ready, Alan? Sure. This one says, I'm still quite a few years away from retirement, but I have no idea what my savings target should be. 
How much mm-hmm. do I need to save so I can have a comfortable retirement? <laughs> well, we get this question quite often as to the the number. Remember a few years ago, there was an investment company that said, what's your number? And they, everybody was walking around with this big, you know, six or seven figure number on their shoulder and everything. And uh, everybody wants to know what their number is. And that, and quite frankly, the, the answer to the question is, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what your number is. I, I, the only way we can determine what your number is, is really to look at your current spending, what your current lifestyle is, and, and what you think that spending is going to be like in retirement. Some folks go into retirement and a couple of years into retirement or before retirement, they'll sell the house that's paid for and they'll buy a great big house and have a mortgage going into retirement. Some folks want to make sure everything's paid off right before they go into retirement, which is probably a better idea. But it just depends on where you are. I, I think that we, I mean, I don't think, I mean, we've, we've had folks that have come in that had $300,000 saved for retirement and been able to retire and been retired for 10 years and still have most of that left. But then we've also had people that came in that had three or $4 million for retirement that was going to have a hard time making it to age 95 and still having money left over. So it just depends on what your planning says. And is, is there kind of like a rule of thumb, like you need 10 times your annual income? There are those rules of thumb out there. But again, I think it really comes back down to your individual numbers. I mean, you can, there are numerous websites you can go out to and, and start plugging things into. The problem with that is, is I think that you don't get the variations in income. I mean, uh, they'll say, you know, what if you you average 6% returns and you only need 3% of your money, and then they just, they run out of calculation. And of course, if that's, if that, everything works out like that every year, then it's going to be fine. But the problem is, it's not going to work out like that every year. You have to plan on some of the variables that happen throughout retirement that can cause you to either spend more money or have less of a return or what have you throughout that. So it's why we've been doing our, our uh, retirement 360 game plan for so many years is it, it really is a process that walks you through what kind of income you're going to have in retirement, what kind of expenses you're going to have in retirement, what's the fees on your investments, what risk are you taking, what's your taxes, what's your estate plan. All of that is brought together in the retirement 360 game plan. All right. Next question from the mailbag. Mm-hmm. This is a short one, Alan. It says, are rental properties a good source of income for my retirement? Absolutely. The thing that's a challenge with rental property in most cases is that you have to have a certain personality, or at least this is what I found in my personal experiences, that you have to have a certain personality to own rental property. If you're, if you're the person that can, without emotion, kick somebody out because they haven't paid their rent or go through that process or have that type of a relationship with your renters, then I think you can obviously have a, a pretty good income set up through your rental property. Uh, I mentioned in one episode that we had some rental property ourselves and I've got, a, you know, it's, it's not that much money invested in this property, but it's getting about a 10% return in income every year. So that's a nice income that we can count on. It's not guaranteed, but it's, it's a nice income that we count on every year to come into our you know, our household that we know that it's there. And that's just one of our properties. So having rental property as a part of your retirement plan, I don't disagree with that at all. I think some people have to do it more like we've had to do it where I've, I've focused more on commercial property as opposed to residential property, just because businesses seem to be a little bit easier to deal with for me. But you also have to have that temperament that knows or that you know that, you know, you may be called out on Christmas Eve at three in the morning because the toilet's broke and you've got to go find a way to fix it. You know, so you got to, that, those are the things that you deal with as a property owner, unless you have multiple properties, you might have property managers to deal with all that for you. So depending on, again, I've always kind of go back to this, depending on how you set it up, it can be a great source of income or it can be a really great source of stress if you don't have it set up properly. Yeah. Look, having a 10% return is nice, but you have to earn that. That's a job. You work for that. It's not like Absolutely. just interest you're getting on an account i mean i've had you know weekends where i had to stop what i was doing and go over and fix something on the on the rental property so and it's not it's not always fun but that's you know as a property owner that's what you're doing and i'm a small-time property owner i don't most of my investments are more into the market and things like that so but i've got some friends that have most all of their investments are in rental property they feel more comfortable with that having that tangible 
property that they can ho- hold on to and look at and draw income off of. All right. For new people just joining us, this is Retirement 360. That's Alan Mercurio from Mercurial Wealth Advisors. The phone number 502-273-1188. The website is louisvillesretirementcoach.com. And we're going through questions from the mailbag. Next question, Alan. Okay. This one says, I think I have a pretty good handle on our financial plan for retirement, but I'm worried that I'm missing something. Do you have some sort of retirement to-do list or a checklist to help me make sure I'm not forgetting to do anything? You know, that's a good question. I don't really have a written checklist. Maybe that's something I need to work on, but our checklist really comes out by going through our process because what we try to address is everything in that process. And, you know, the key things that people kind of get stumped on, in my opinion, is that they want to take their social security as soon as they're eligible for it. And sometimes that's the right answer. Sometimes it's not. In a lot of cases, it's not the right answer because if you can delay it till at least you're 66 or 67 or your full retirement age, then that may help you to pull money out of a retirement account and go ahead and pay taxes on it now while taxes are lower, as opposed to waiting until age 72 when you're required to take that money out. Or maybe you're just converting that money from IRA to Roth IRAs, and that gives you a few years to do that. If you take Social Security initially when you first are eligible for it, then it limits how much money you're going to be able to pull out of those investments on a yearly basis without getting penalized on your social security. So those are the things that we tend to look at most is, especially if you've been a successful saver, how do we take that money that's in those retirement accounts and shift it over into maybe a tax-free account like a Roth IRA or start using that income now so that we're not paying potentially higher taxes later? That seems to be the biggest myth of retirement planning over the years is that we've been told and we've kind of followed the instructions or followed the the myth that, you know, taxes are going to be cheaper for us in retirement. Well, what we're finding, I think I said this earlier, is what we're finding is that most people are spending more than they were when they were working when they first retire. So that means their taxes are probably going up. And with tax rates probably going up in the future, we need to be looking and very aware of what kind of tax liability we have with the investments that we currently have. Again, you have to understand that before you start to pull money out of your retirement plan and make sure that you have a plan for that. Yeah, I feel the need for a checklist, though, because just like on the show, you talk about you need to know like when you're going to start Medicare, what plan mm-hmm. you're going to pick. Uh, it doesn't cover everything, so you need a supplement plan. But even those don't cover long-term care, so you might need a long-term care plan. Then I got to learn all the rules for Social Security. Then I got to figure out what to do with my IRA. And then if you know I inherit some money, how do I pay for all that? Right. Yeah. yeah check. It can definitely be a second job. So if you, you know, if you re- if you're planning on doing this on your own and you're retiring these days anyway, without the help of an advisor that's been doing this for years, I'm going to, I guess, kind of give you a warning or that it's going to be kind of like a, a, a second job for you, or it's going to be a new job for you because now you're going to be doing all of the research that normally an advisor that has years of experience would already know, or uh, would do the research for you. You're going to be going through that process yourself of learning that. And that's not a bad thing to do. I mean, you need, if you want to be active and do that, I'd encourage you to do it, but I also encourage you to have an advisor in the wings because more than likely, if you have the desire to do that, your spouse or your partner probably doesn't have the desire to do that. So that if something happens to you, there needs to be somebody that can carry on that plan that you've developed. All right. We got time for one more question, Alan. Sure. All right. I like this one because I really don't know the answer to this one as, as much as I've been doing this show. This one says, uh, if I'm retiring in the next five years or so, is it more important to max out contributions to my retirement accounts or should I focus more on building up my emergency fund? Ecology. I, I mean, not knowing what your emergency fund is, I think that you, you should have about six months to a year of uh, cash available when you get ready to retire. So I think that, that if you don't have that, I think building up that emergency fund is a key part of that, making sure that you have that money set aside so it's liquid that you If you need a chunk of money when you first retire, you don't have to take it out of a retirement account and pay taxes on it. So I I guess I would lean more right now to, you know, depending on how much you have an emergency fund, let's go ahead and maybe build that up. If you already have a, that six months to a year of income sitting there, then pile as much as you can into your retirement accounts to make sure that you have income when you get ready to retire. And those are the things folks that we've been talking to, People just like you for the last 35 years 
about how to do this. At Mercurial Wealth Advisors, that's what we're doing. We're walking our clients through a process that we've thought through, thought out, uh, and helped people make the right decisions when they get ready to retire. If that's you, if you're retiring in the next five years or you retired in the last five years, I want you to pick up the phone and give us a call right now. What you need to expect is that you'll be asked to schedule a time to come in and sit down with me or one of our advisors here at Mercurial Wealth Advisors. We'll walk you through that process and we'll talk about your current plan and we'll really do an evaluation on that. We'll show you what our planning would indicate that you need to at least look at and, and take maybe address. And then we'll give you an opportunity to uh, get involved with us if you'd like to. It's a very low pressure, low key uh, set of meetings, but it is very informative. And the promise that I always make is that if you, when you leave here, you'll know more about your current plan than you did when you came in. So that's the, the promise that you get from Mercurial Wealth Ambassador. So give us a call, 502-273-1188, 502-273-1188, or go to louisvillesretirementcoach.com. That's Alan Mercurio from Mercurial Wealth Advisors. This has been Retirement 360. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions on how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Donald Allen Mercurio and Troy Bolton are investment advisor representatives of Mercurio Wealth Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any client experiences discussed during the show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Mercurial Wealth Advisors is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any governmental agency and does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance licensed in Kentucky and Indiana.